Girl, I just really need a pep talk. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining my first episode of Pep Talk. This has been something I've wanted to do for a long time now. As a survivor of abuse, I have wanted to speak out and help other women, not just about abuse, but life, being a woman, a spouse, a mother, an entrepreneur. Life brings struggles and you can overcome them. So what's my story? My name is Kay. I am a 30-year-old mom. Um, So today we're actually going to be talking about surviving abuse. So where my story begun was I fell in love with somebody when I was 16. I thought that I, you know, had the sun and the stars and the moon and the world revolved around him. And I soon had that all come crashing down on me when I realized that I was in an abusive relationship. Um, I was with him since I was 16 years old. And by the time I was 24, I was becoming a single mom when I finally realized that I needed to get out. Um sometimes it's hard to talk about because it's it's hard to look back and realize that you were that girl you know I'm not that person anymore but it's sad and it hurts to look back and think that I was that miserable and weak and uh, it was a really hard time in my life but at the same time it made me such a stronger person that I am today so like I said it began when I was 16 Um, (laughs) I was a kid And I fell in love with somebody who was 21 years old. And at 19, I was marrying this man. And, um, you know, I I thought, you know, the white picket fence and the dog and the family. And that's how you have it planned out in your head because you're not an adult. You're a child. I knew nothing about being a wife or getting married. Um, But it was all about the hype, right? You're excited. I have a ring and he wants to spend the rest of my life with me. And it's all roses and you know so I quickly realized by the age of 20 that I didn't know who the hell I was I was robbed of my youth I was with somebody who was older than me he was 21 and I was 16 and at the age of 16 you're out and you're finding who you are you're making mistakes to grow into the person you're going to become and I didn't have that um I went from, you know, being at 16 and starting to sneak around and, you know, drink at a friend's house and do little stupid things and, you know, going out and having fun and making mistakes and growing. And uh, I met him and all of that was just a dead halt. You need to be a Christian woman. You need to do this or I'm going to, I'm going to do this to you. You need to do this or I'm going to break up with you. You're not allowed to drink. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. I was miserable and I didn't know who I was. And I wasn't, I wasn't turning into somebody. I was being molded to what he wanted. I was putty in his hands and he molded me to be what he wanted me to be. So at the age of 24, I realized that I was in an abusive relationship, Um, not just emotionally, but physically, verbally. Um, He made me feel small he would disappear for you know a day and two days at a time while I'm home with our son and uh, it was a horrible horrible experience I remember times that he would take the modem out of the house when I wasn't doing what he wanted 
so there was no internet, no TV, no home phone. I was being punished like a child by my husband and uh, he would disappear and go party with his friends. He never invited me to anything. I was to stay home and be the little good wife who had dinner on the table while he was out living his life and doing whatever he wanted. But if I so much as went and visited a girlfriend and had a night out, he would curse and scream and, you know, he used to hit walls and it was really bad. And by the time I was 24 and my son was two, I realized that I needed to get out. Um, so I did. And I think that that was harder than being in the relationship because when you're in the relationship, although it's horrible, it's kind of like a normal at that time for you. But once I left, it was, it was hard for the first little while. And I think for me, um, seeing people I love today go through that makes me understand them in a different way. Um, I'm just trying to rephrase what I'm saying here. <laughs> so for a lot of the time, this becomes a normality. This is what you're used to seeing. This is what you're used to going through. And you don't know anything other than that. You don't know how to live without that person. You don't know how to put a roof over your head without that person. That person has you so brainwashed that you really think that you cannot live without them. So today, seeing people that I love go through that, um, it's made me want to speak out because there's not enough help out here for women. Um, I don't know where you're listening from. Maybe you're in the States and maybe you have a lot of support, but there are women everywhere that don't. And for me, I'm in Nova Scotia and there's not a lot of support. There is, we're gaining more support, but when I went through this seven years ago, there was not support. There was, and if there was, it certainly wasn't well known of because I didn't know what to do. Um, I was calling and looking for help and I'm being told to go live in a shelter. I have a home because I lived on my own since I was 16 because my mom moved out west and I wanted to graduate with my friends, so I stayed behind. So when me and him moved in together, it wasn't as if he had a home. He had never lived on his own. So I had the coach, I had the bed, I had the dresser, the furniture, I had a home. So living in a shelter meant I would have to give up all my things or put all my things in storage and then I'm just staying in a room, in a house with all kinds of other women and their children, which wasn't something I wanted to do. I just wanted a way out. I wanted to get out and get my own place with my son. And it was really, really hard. Um, I remember countless days of just calling places, looking for help, looking for help and not finding anything. And so you stayed a little longer. And I think for a lot of women here and from women I talk to, that's a big problem that they have is that they don't know where to go. They don't know what to do, how to get out because there's not enough help to help us get out. And um, I finally just had enough because I found out he was cheating on me. And that was when I just said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. And at that point, I was so desperate to get out that I didn't care if I lived under a rock. So I ended up leaving him. It became a domestic abuse situation because when I confronted him, he became violent and he ended up getting arrested. So for me, it was a little bit easier because he wasn't allowed on the property of my home. So it gave me time to figure out where I was going to go, pack up my house and get out. But for every woman, that's going to be different on how you leave, when you leave and what happens. Um, but I find, although I might not be able to help you financially get into a place, I want you to know that there is help. And don't ever feel like 
you are not good enough or you cannot succeed without that person because you are enough. And whether there's children in it, whether there's not children in it, maybe it's just you, it doesn't matter what you're going through. There is a way out. And I just watched someone I love very much go through this and she has two children with this person. And, uh, you know, I remember days of her calling me and just crying about the abuse that she was going through. And no matter what I said to her, I felt like I couldn't get through. No matter what I said, she just kept going back and going back and going back. And it got to the point where the conversations were just hard to have with her because she never listened. And I remember that being me. I remember being young and people telling me, he's dangerous and he's violent and he controls you. You can't live, you can't do anything. And I really thought that I had no way out. I thought this is it, this is the life I'm gonna live and that's just all there is to it. And when I finally got out, I cannot tell you the way that I felt. It was scary. Um, At first it was really scary, but then once I got settled into my apartment and I could live and I could breathe without fear, without feeling like everything I did was going to be judged by him and ridiculed and made fun of and called names. I can't tell you how free I felt. It, it is scary at first. And I think for a lot of women, it's just they don't know what to do. They don't know how to live. But I promise you, getting out of that situation and getting on your own is the most freeing feeling you will ever feel. It is like jumping off of a mountain and just wings grow and carry you away. And I know that realistically, you know, that ain't happening because if you jump off a cliff, we both know how that ends. <laughs> but um, it is breathtaking. It is freeing. I remember for the first time realizing that I was an adult and that I could have a life because I had been with him since I was 16 years old. I didn't know what it was to be an adult because he didn't let me live. I wasn't allowed to go do anything. When I turned 19, you know, when you turn 19, you go to the club and you experience drinking for the first time and, you know, going out and doing fun things. And although I had drank before because, you know, kids, they do stupid shit, I never got to go in a club and dance and have fun and make mistakes and learn from them and become, you know, realize who I was becoming and just growing. And, uh, I remember being 24, I'm newly single, and my girlfriends are taking me to the club, and it was so different. It was a world that I just hadn't known, and I felt so free just being out and dancing and having fun without knowing that I was going home to be ridiculed and screamed at and controlled. I was out just enjoying being young. And that was taken from me, you know. I was way too young to be settled down with kids. I didn't even know who I was. So being 24 was, for me, the year that really changed me. It was the year that I got to find out who I wanted to be, how I needed, what I needed to do to get there. So I also am an entrepreneur. So um, in my relationship, it was really hard because he didn't support my career. It to him was, you know, I had to do my career his way. Even though he had his own career, my career had to be on his terms, how he wanted me to do it. 
So I didn't really get to be as creative as I wanted to be and do the things I wanted to do because he always had to push his thumb down and say, no, you're doing it this way. So um, 24 really just opened my eyes. It was getting to run my business the way that I wanted to run my business and being successful on my terms and not on his and being a mom without being judged. It was just being a mom and enjoying it, making mistakes and learning from them. It was having fun and making friendships and, you know, just having fun, learning who I was. And now at 30, it's, it's so weird to look back at pictures of me because when I look at pictures of me, it's like, I don't recognize that girl. She was so broken and, uh, she was just wounded and broken and bruised. But I want you to know that you are bru- you, you are bruised, but you're not broken. Bruises go away and they heal, but you are not broken. No matter what it is you're going through, there's a way out. There is a better side to it, but you're never going to get out if you think that you cannot get out. Because that's the mind frame that we have a lot of time is that we can't live without that person. That there's no way out for us. That this is just what it is. And it's not that person those type of people they're narcissists and they will do anything to make you feel that they have the power and that you are weak and uh you know they belittle you and they just make you feel like you have no self-worth and uh you just you just follow like a little you're you're the sheep and you just follow where they lead and um you know i just want whoever's listening to this to know that there is an upside to this and although what you're going through right now sucks there is a better side to it and this can be a testimony you know I love being able to share my testimony of the things that I went through and overcoming them because I was told that I will never have a successful business no one will ever love you as much as I love you and you know what now it's funny because I hear those words and I laugh and I say well I hope nobody ever loves me the way you loved me because that wasn't love it was control it was manipulation it was abuse I was robbed of my youth I never got to be a kid and have fun I was pregnant at 19 years old and married I never got to go and have fun and figure out who I was and becoming a woman so here I was at 24 trying to find who in the hell I was and what I wanted to do and how I was going to do it. And it was hard sometimes and I did struggle, but I would never, ever go back and change, change it. I love my son and he is great, but I'm happy that I chose to get out when I did because some of, some of you women stay in these relationships for years and years and your children witness it and I am glad that I was fortunate enough to get out when I did because my son doesn't even remember us being together my son's 10 now and he was two when I left and he has a relationship with his father and he has a relationship with me and although we cannot co-parent um and that's very difficult but I am happy that my son isn't living seeing me miserable and unhappy because they follow what we do and I want to set up a good example for my children and now my son sees me in a loving relationship he sees me happy and running a business and being successful and teaching him how to be 
a, a, a man, well, not, I can't say a man because his stepdad is more teaching him that than I am, but being a person, a good person who's humble and helping other people and being kind and optimistic and enjoying life without rules and regulations. And now I have a daughter who is three. So, you know, it's, it's so different looking back at my life seven years ago and who I was then and who I am now. And um, I ended up going into a pageant uh, two years ago. Um, I've always wanted to speak out to people and I just didn't really know how. It was something that was new and I've always been kind of nervous of being in the spotlight. So it was, okay, I want to speak to people, but I'm nervous to also speak to people. And I want to share my story, but I, I don't know how. So a friend of mine who uh, was in a competition um, had told me about it. She said, why don't you go in a pageant? And being in a pageant, she's like, you know, you're going to meet so many people. But if you win, if you win, which I think you can do, you're going to have so many doors open for you. And you can use that as a platform to be able to go out and speak to people. And at that time, I really didn't think I could do it. So I enrolled in the pageant and I thought, you know, this is all games. This is this is ridiculous. I'm wearing this big poofy dress and I'm going to walk down and let someone tell me who I am. And I just I just thought something so different of it than what it actually was. And once I got into it, I fell in love with it. And I made some amazing friendships with some truly amazing women. Um, And I crushed that pageant and I won. And uh, ever since I've been speaking out, I've gone to different schools and I've spoke out about bullying and suicide awareness and entrepreneurship. And I've spoken out about abuse and it has been really, really hard. And I'm not going to pretend that it hasn't been because it has. Um, Of course, you know, when you decide to speak out, because after I left my ex-husband, I didn't talk about it. I just moved on with my life. And then I started thinking about it because I seen people I loved that were going through what I went through. And I thought there's got to be there's got to be something I can do to help them. And uh, there's so many women that are going through this that don't have help and resources to get out or they just simply feel that they can't get out not that they don't have help there but they just they are motivated to get up and move and want better for themselves or their children so um you know I started speaking out and it was really hard at first I remember of course when my ex-husband found out about it he was furious because he plays off a different persona to the outside world you know Everybody loves him and he is great and he is this nice guy and he goes to church and everybody thinks that he is just this amazing person. And so, although I never said his name, I never spoke out against him as a person. I just said, this is what I went through because he knows that it's him. Of course, he was furious. So, you know, I had to deal with him threatening me and then giving out my phone number and my address to people. I had to move and I couldn't give him my address and it was really, really really hard and I'm not going to pretend that it wasn't it was and to this day he still causes me hell as much as he can but it was my choice to say enough is enough I've been separated from him for seven years and I refuse to let him control me when I'm not even with him or make me feel threatened or scared so now today it's I can't even begin to describe how free I feel um you know, because I just refuse to let anything he does bother me. I've moved on with my life. 
I'm successful. I'm making friendships with people in high places, people that are helping me reach my goals, people that are pushing me and inspiring me to be the best version of myself that I can possibly be for my kids and for myself. And, you know, I have an amazing partnership with my boyfriend. Um, (laughs) I just honestly, I never thought that I would be here. And it's so funny because when you're going through that crisis and you're in that mind state that I was in seven years ago, I never thought that I would be where I am now. Every day it was like waking up and going, oh, you know, this is it. I'm just going to live in this little one bedroom apartment and I'm going to be struggling for the rest of my life. And it's going to be horrible and hard. And it's, it's not. It's just you are what you decide to be. If you wake up in the morning and you decide to be happy, then you're going to be happy because you set your mind to that and that's a lot of the time what people are doing is we're taking on we're, we're giving other people too much we're letting other people decide our happiness well he made me mad so I'm going to be mad and I need a man who makes me happy but you're never truly going to be happy if you can't make yourself happy first and I think that that was a big thing for me was because I was looking for happiness in all the wrong places instead of realizing that that happiness starts with me I had to make the decision to say I'm going to be happy. I'm going to push forward. I'm going to keep moving. And no matter what happens, I'm not going to give up. It wasn't me saying, I need somebody to push me. I need somebody to motivate me. I need somebody to do all these things for me. I had to realize that all of those things were things that I needed to find and do for myself, not relying on somebody else to make me happy and giving somebody that much power over me to make me happy. Being happy with your spouse should be a bonus it shouldn't be what you're relying on it shouldn't be I need this man to make me happy you need to make yourself happy and be happy with who you are on your own in order to be happy with somebody else my my spouse is a bonus to my life he is not the reason I'm happy but because I choose to be happy but he makes me happy on top of my own happiness if that makes sense um he is my best friend And I can tell him anything. And I will never give someone that power to decide when I wake up in the morning whether I'm going to be happy or not. You choose the outcome of everything. Whether, even if it's a fight, your spouse could start a fight with you. Every day when you wake up, they could start a fight with you. But at the end of it, how you react to it, your reaction, that's going to be the outcome of it. Because you can throw fire on fire and watch it burn. Or... You can be positive and say, I'm going to walk away from this. He's in a bad mood today. I'm going to walk away because this is what's going on or whatever it is. Um, Luckily, that's not something that we face in our home. It just isn't. Um, But I know that there are several people, you know, couples fight. But it's the outcome of it is based on how you are going to handle that situation. Are you going to throw fire on the fire and fight back and scream and yell? Or are you going to say, you know what? I'm going to let you cool off and I'm going to walk away and we'll come back and talk about it. Um, And not even just relationships, but just in general in life, we need to stop giving people the power to control our emotions because your emotions, they're a high thing, you know, they will, they can break you or they can make you. So it took me a long time to realize that I had to stop giving people that power Whether it was in friendships or relationships, I had to stop giving people the power to ruin me because somebody else's emotions cannot change my day. 
and make me cranky or irritated with my kids, I need to be able to say, this person is not doing anything beneficial for me. They're not creating, um, not creating, but they're not, they're not being positive and I need to get myself away from that situation. Whether it's a person that's just toxic in general or maybe they're just having a rough day. And it's not even just walking away from them. Sometimes, you know what, maybe they're going through something because everyone's going through something that you don't know about. So sometimes maybe it's just that person is just having a rough time in their life. You don't know what they're going through at home. So, excuse me, my biggest thing is really trying to be as positive as I can be when somebody is negative towards me. I don't take it personal. Um, I really just try to say, you know what? Just like seven years ago when I was going through it, maybe they're going through something right now and that's why they're being the way they are. So I really just try to laugh things off more and be a light because you don't know what darkness people are going to and you just shining that little bit of light on them might make their day and you really don't know. So I hope that you lead the way with love and with light and uh, just positivity And I know today I'm just kind of being a little bit sappy on you guys. I promise. Um, I'm quite funny. (laughs) I love to joke with people and laugh and have a good time. But I just really wanted to start off with you guys kind of getting to know my story and what I went through. And um, just helping push people. I just want to be able to talk about real things. I don't want to sugarcoat things. I want to keep it raw with you guys and tell you guys what it is. And, um, you know after I did this whole pageant thing, I tried to actually start a women's group and it's really hard because it is still something that's hard to do. A lot of women don't want to come out and admit that they're going through that situation. So, um, my women's group, I'm still trying to get it off the ground and working with it. But in the meantime, I thought, you know what, as much as I love speaking, I want to do things on my terms and my way, how I want to do it unfiltered and raw and real and me. And so I decided to start this podcast and this is my first one. So, you know, I'm warming up guys and uh, bear with me as I get through this. But uh, yeah, I just want to be able to share knowledge with you guys and speak out. And, you know, to that one person that might be listening that's going through this, I want you to know that you are so much stronger than what you think you are and you are just clothed in strength and there is a way out. And if you need help, there is so many different resources. You can message me. Uh, definitely make sure to join our Instagram page. Our Instagram page. Um, we'll be posting a lot of different things. You can private message me on there. I don't care if it's three in the morning and you just need to reach out to somebody. Our Instagram page is called Pep Talk with K. So feel free to follow us on Instagram where I'll also have lots of different motivational quotes, some fun stuff going on. Once in a while, we'll do some giveaways. But, uh, you know, this is the launching. I'm just starting. I'm really excited to see where it's going to go. And I hope that you guys follow with us um, over the next coming weeks. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a blessed day and uh, have a good one. Bye.